0: The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
1: Ready for some free advice on finding the right support for your website? We'll open up your browser and let's search for solutions. Our hosts are expert internet marketing consultants who will give you sound advice on how to find the right kind of help with SEO, SEM, reputation management, social media, and more. Your free advice starts now with Search for Solutions with your hosts, good ROI, Greg Nyland, and the Aussie webmaster, Frank Watson.
2: Hey, welcome to Search for Solutions, 30 minutes jammed packed with money-making internet marketing tips for you. I'm Greg Nyland, a.k.a. Good ROI, and my co-host is Frank Watson, a.k.a. Aussie Webmaster. So Frank, what topic should we cover today?
0: I'm thinking we should be doing something about link building for small businesses. It's a topic that a lot of small businesses get scared of because they think it's going to cost them a lot of money, and there are some ways that they can build effective links successfully for the niche space, and we might be able to give them some insights.
2: Yeah, sounds a good idea. A lot of people always asking about this, and a lot of people should be asking about it that don't even realize. I mean, they're coming up, why is my website not ranking? Well, you don't have a single website linking to it, so (laughs) if you're a dead-end street with no roads pointed to you, you're not really going to get any attention. So let's get into this uh, link building and help out all the small guys out there that are trying to make some money.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the first thing, you know, people in small businesses—if you know—if you're listening to us and you've just got involved with the web and you're starting to do some research and you're wondering what the big deal is about links. Basically, links are the structure that creates the entire method that you get ranked in the search engines. The search engines were started as a form of using votes and page rank and that's the bad part about it. Page rank isn't pay, it, though it does technically have a little bit to do with pages ranking the name page when you talk about PageRank, refers to Larry Page the guy that created Google with Sergey Brin and it gets a little confusing and the search algorithm basically is like the old school reference when you had a citation each link that comes into you is like a citation they're recommending you as a source of information and it's a a vote of popularity if you want now i mean how do you see that part of it greg
2: well yeah i mean as you mentioned um your backlink popularity is definitely part of the evolution of search ranking. Um, you know, way back when they first started looking for, do you even do you just have the keyword on your page? And once everyone started putting in the keyword on their page, they then started saying, we need to get more complicated here and more sophisticated to give better results. So then they started saying, well, the more links you have pointed to your web page, that must mean you're more popular, and if you're more popular, then you probably should get preferential treatment in the rankings. So that's a very simplified look at this. Um, it's what's been going on for over 10 years, and you know, when you're wondering why you're not ranking well, well, first, do you have the content? Because if you don't have the content, you're, not gonna, you're just going to have a world of headaches. But once you have the content, then do you have the link popularity? Are people viewing you as the authority? Because if you don't have people linking to you, Google's not going to find those links which are sort of like roads and pathways to your door. And if Google sees no roads and pathways to your door, they're not going to go knocking on your door. And they're not going to think that your door should be the authority on that website and should rank high for that uh, keyword. So, you know, that's why you need to get the uh, links. And it's, we're, when we're talking links, we're talking about quantity and also, quality of the links, um, because a thousand links from you know websites that no one links to it 's sort of like having the uh, school geek be your best friend, not nearly as popular as having the high school captain uh, football uh, and the head cheerleader be your friends in a popularity contest, and that 's sort of what we 're talking about today popularity contest so
0: yeah and and basically. Yeah, okay, you've got an idea, you need links coming into your website to make your website pop in the search engines. There are a lot more elements to the algorithm, but the strongest part of the, of the search algorithm is the measurement that they have on links. And the first thing when you go out and you start looking for links is you should really know what bad links are. And there are a few areas that you should keep away from. I mean, personally, I just like uh, going after places because 10 years ago, even eight, seven, six years ago, you could get links on news sites, for example, that put you on the site and you get what are called run of site links. So all of a sudden, you've got a link that's permanently built into the way that their site looks and you've got thousands of links from the same place. Those don't really have the the value that they used to have, uh, and in some cases, will actually get you penalized.
2: Yeah, because I mean, as I mentioned before, we're talking about not just quantity. Because when you're doing a run a site link and you have a link in the footer on a thousand pages from one website, that's going to bring you a lot of quantity. But Google and Yahoo and Microsoft—they're all smart enough to realize, hey. Having a link in the footer on a 1,000 pages is not as good as being in the homepage in the middle of the content. So they do look at the quality of the uh, link, and a run-a-site link is not viewed as high quality, so it's going to be devalued. We're not saying it's worthless. We're not saying it's terrible, but you got to be aware of it and understand that it's not as important or as useful as getting a really great content-embedded link of a really popular uh, web page. You know? um, getting something that people are actively pointing users to from the search engine point of view is a way better quality signal than having something hidden in a footer.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, that's a big one. The other one is getting uh, links from what are called bad neighborhoods, uh, you know, which are Google has found. They're either you know, ob- very obviously selling links or it's a server that's known to just create content pages, you know, basically spamming the search engines so that they can sell links, that type of thing. Uh, what other areas do you see as bad neighborhoods to avoid?
2: Well, I mean, totally non-related. If you're just starting off and building a website or you have an old website, but it has no backlinks, you're probably desperate and you're probably going to be tempted to get a backlink from any source. Um, And I mean, you got to be real careful that you as desperate as you are and as much as you want backlinks and as backlinks can be helpful. If you're sending out terrible quality signals, let's say you're an ice cream website And you start getting links from patio furniture websites or you start getting links from, you know, uh, calculator websites or you start getting links from porn uh, websites or, you know, alcohol websites, things totally unrelated. It's just going to be sending really bad signals and you actually might be penalizing yourself. So you got to be careful that you don't go in the bad neighborhoods. You don't do the low uh, quality links. Try to avoid that. Um you don't want to be seen as desperate because just like the high school popularity contest, you know, back in high school if people thought you were desperate for friends, you weren't going to make friends. And that's sort of like how links goes. If you start being associated yourself with really low quality, you know, paid links, things like that, it's going to be not seen as good for you and the search engines are going to be slow to help you and reward you and they're going to be quick to penalize you, which no one wants.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then the other biggest thing to try and avoid is getting links in an area that says they're paid links or paid sponsors or sponsored, uh, you know, people, that whole area. Those, all of those words are now sort of catch words at the search engines. They realize what's being done and that sort of thing should be avoided at all costs.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say there are some exceptions to that, but 9 out of 10 times, you're definitely going down a bad road. Um, If you're just doing this for link manipulation, uh, you're going to end up in a worse place than where you started, and I really strongly suggest this. I mean, trust me, uh, I've personally tested a lot of this stuff every month. I test it just to see what's going and what's happening, good and bad, and I I don't touch that myself, so... I've done the testing, and I'm not personally touching it. You might want to follow my lead, just saying, but feel free to test it yourself and uh, find out for yourself that you can get burned. Um, I would say, though, one thing which, you know, let's take a quick commercial break, but before we go into the quick commercial break, I'll say one exception. If an area that's marked as paid or sponsored, it might not be bad if you honestly believe you're going to get a lot of direct traffic from that. Um, because doing advertising buys is not a bad thing. Doing link manipulation buys, that's where you get into trouble. Stay tuned, everybody. When we come back, we're going to talk about what are the good links to go after. Stay tuned.
1: More free advice on Search for Solutions after we thank our sponsors. Find out how The Jar Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The Jar Group, online marketing with
0: measurable results. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find a direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory because now there's lead researcher from eGrabber the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com WMR. That's eGrabber.com WMR.
1: Ecom experts Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with more search for solutions. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, so now we're just uh, we just finished talking about what uh, bad links you should be avoiding. Let's talk about, Frank, what are the good links people should be going after? What are those quality areas where you can find a good place to get those links?
0: Well, for a long time, EDU and government links have always been sort of like the, the gold pieces because the search engines place the higher value on links that are coming from the government or coming from educational institutions. I think there's been a little bit of uh, discussion over the last 12 months or so about even those links being devalued somewhat and they're you know looking more for them to be a little more specifically related but in general links from uh, educational sites EDUs, you know, university sites are generally considered to be of good quality obviously if you manage to get uh, a link unless it's, you know well, there is nothing such thing as a bad link, but uh, if you get something from a government link, uh, don't go out and get yourself arrested so that you've got a link to your website somehow. But uh, those are the, the two golden areas of,
2: of link. Yeah, those are good, but I don't want people to think about that they're going to be the magic bullet because often people just overrate it. Uh, EDU links and the .govs, are real nice. Um, But just because it's on a .edu or just because it's on a .gov domain does not automatically makes it incredible. The reason why the edu's and the .govs are good is because they have a lot of pages that are highly linked and highly popular and really good stuff. But if you're going to an edu site and you're ten levels deep on a student page and it's gonna get deleted after three months, you're not really getting any significant link juice from that edu link so y- you don't want to just blindly go after the edus and the govs um frank as you mentioned like getting arrested and being listed on a gov site you know that's not a good link um <laughs> exactly yeah uh,
0: and and i don't think anyone should You know, we say edu and, and gov links and if you've been doing this for a long time and you're looking for, for links that may have a, an impact, They then you know, after you've gone through a lot of the other things, then you start looking for those. I think the first thing that you should be looking for are links from related sites, sites that are related to what your website is all about. You know, yep. Those are the gold pieces to start the process of link building.
2: Yeah, and especially if you're a small business, I'm guessing you're probably also a local business, and if you're a local business, here's a great thing for you. You're local, so even though you're saying, I can't link to, you know, get a link from a related site, they're my competition. If you're local in New York, contact the guy in California. He's not your competition because he's also a local business. Contact the guy in Florida. Contact the guy in Michigan. Contact the guy in Colorado, in Texas. Contact people across the U.S. that are in doing the same thing you're doing. Because, like, let's say you're a florist, okay? You're only going to be doing, you know, the local florist deliveries. But a lot of people are looking for, you know, florist deliveries in California. So now you can do a link exchange between related sites and say, hey, look, you know, if you're looking for California, here's our trusted, you know, California provider. And they can do the same thing for you. And now you have a link from a a related site. That's great for you, highly relevant.
0: Yeah, No. exactly. Local businesses have got so many benefits of being able to do reciprocal links and getting links from people because you're local, you can go outside of your local area, and the people that you're asking are not seeing you as competition. Uh, That's without a doubt a really good way to go about looking for links. Yep. Now, the other thing is do searches for the terms that you want to link for. Do searches for the terms specifically based around, you know, your terminology and your location if you're a local business and see what other sites are coming up. Maybe there are some that are not providing the service in your area and you can use that same methodology and get an easy link. But you know, look for sites that are ranking for the terms that you're looking for and just ranked in the general area.
2: Yeah, and don't be lazy either. Don't look at what are the top 10 ranking websites. Look at the top 30, the top 50, the top 100 websites because the top 100 websites are probably related or if not totally related, they're pretty close to what you're doing. So, you know, reach out with them. See how you can help each other. Are they low on content? you know, maybe you could write up an article and give it to them. So reaching out to, you know, the top 50 or top 100 websites that are ranking for the keyword you're interested in is a great way to find relevant related websites that are going to be sending you really great quality links.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, there are also, you can look at, you know, what the authority sites are in your industry and see if there's any way, maybe they have a list of people, uh, you know, in the space where you can get a link put in. Uh, You also, directories. Directories, there are good and bad directories, and, you know, they definitely give you a lift. Uh, Yahoo directory is a good example. Best of the web. Uh, What other ones are you using?
2: Honestly, not many. Um, 99% of directories, in my humble opinion, are really not worth it. Uh, look at the directory and ask yourself, are you going to get traffic from this? And not necessarily a lot of traffic, but are you going to get one, two, three, ten 10 visits a month from this that are relevant that might possibly lead to a sale? Then, yeah, submit to that directory. But if you're looking at this directory and it's a PR zero, it has a bunch of broken links. They're asking for 10 bucks and they'll give anyone a link that's probably not a good quality source, and I would avoid it like the plague.
0: Yeah, you, you definitely want to have directories that have human editors. That's generally one of, of the things that the engine will look for when they're valuing a directory. Uh, specifically with Yahoo, if you're in the Yahoo directory, it does absolutely give you a lift in the Yahoo rankings. Uh, I've seen that with the sites that I've worked on. So, you know, you've got to think also in terms of which search engine you want to rank in and how you're going about, you know, what directories there are out there that you can use.
2: Yeah, I I mean, but in directories, just keep it simple and, you know, look at how much money you're going to invest in that and then figure out. Is this something that if a Google engineer came across, they would be happy to see and think that this is a good vote of confidence? Or is this something that a Google engineer is just going to think plain old link manipulation? Um, and that's how I would decide whether or not to buy a, a link from a directory or not. You know, I mean, paying for human reviews in a directory that can drive you real traffic and be a good advertising channel for you, then yeah, that's a really smart. Decision definitely go after it. Do that, but you know if you're thinking it's going to raise red flags, avoid it.
0: Yeah, um, they, uh, There used to be a lot of a lot of directories themselves used to list, used to rank rather for various terms. But you found uh, over time that those have been filtered out somewhat by the engines because they realize that they're just endless lists, and the engines try to give you sites that have a little bit more on the content side as opposed to just here's a list of of things to, you know, click on.
2: Yeah, I I mean, right now at this point I would say uh, the only two uh, directories that I always uh, use are best of the web directory and I also use the Yahoo directory. Um, Occasionally, depending on the website, I'll use other directories, but those two are the websites that I always use and are definitely worth the money. So... Uh, you can, Let's
0: take- can look at industry directories, you know, I mean, depending on what your industry is, the, the, the way to judge them is to have a look at what their page rank is. You know, if Google is giving rank to that particular directory in your space, then, you know, it would suggest that it may be worthwhile. But again, you've got to look at, uh, you know, you can use Alexa to see what sort of volume of traffic it's getting. To determine whether you're going to get anyone from it. And as you had said earlier, Greg, the best judge of it is when you're buying a link, you want to get a certain amount of traffic from the link. So it's a combination of just, you know, the influence it'll have on your search ranking, but also straight traffic. So it offsets the expense.
2: Yeah. You know, again, we can't say it enough. If you're buying it for link manipulation, bad idea. If you're buying it for true advertising value, good idea. Tell you what, let's take a quick commercial break and then come back with some good ideas about how to uh, actually build up links. What are the different ways that you can encourage people to link to your website? Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back.
1: More free advice on Search for Solutions after we thank our sponsors. That's why I in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, yo' pay me. No ifs, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need? Indeed, you can get paid from sales.
2: Lacking, don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did it
1: start? You can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 page. It's toll-free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to xy7.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. Markethealth.com, where health and wealth connect.
2: at bruceclay.com
0: State of Search Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel only on webmasterradio.fm We're back with more Search for Solutions
1: only on webmasterradio.fm Here are your hosts
2: Hey everybody, welcome back. We're talking about link building for small businesses. I am Greg Nyland and in case you want to hear any more of my ramblings, feel free to uh, check out our archive or also go to my Twitter feed, uh, twitter.com slash good And Frank, what's your Twitter handle?
0: My Twitter handle is Aussie Webmaster, A-U-S-S-I-E, Webmaster.
2: God, I
0: feel free to follow me, folks, and reach out, ask me questions. i spend quite a bit of time playing with social media. Maybe I shouldn't, but uh, it does give me places where I can find information and uh, a, a way to communicate with people that I know.
2: Yep. All right, we got the last segment here. We're running out of time. Let's see how many good link building tips we can throw out there for you small businesses out there. We know you might be worried about link building. It might not have been successful in the past. Maybe you haven't done it in the past because you just didn't know how to do it. So here are the tips. Get your pencil and paper ready. And don't worry, this is all archived. So if we're going through too fast, you can always rewind it later. All right, Frank, what's the first uh, strategy you would use?
0: Uh, I like viral stuff. So, you know, creating viral stories that people will pick up. Uh, the classic viral, which unfortunately ended up uh, having some negative impact because it was uh, the way it was created, was uh, there was a story at money.co.uk about a 13 year old who took his dad's credit card and uh, rented a hotel room and then actually called in uh, escorts to, uh, to come in and play video games with him and his friends. And it ran as a story and then got picked up uh, by the news sources in the U.S. and it was on the TV and the radio and all the major papers. And 24 hours later, the person that did the uh, story came out and said it was false. But by the time he did, he had over 250,000 links to his web page.
2: Yeah. I mean, with the viral stories coming up with a sensational story, will definitely get people to republish and to link back and to talk about it and discuss it and complain about it or proclaim it as great. You know, basically you're trying to stir up a bit of controversy. And when you're doing that, you get more attention and more attention gets links. But you got to be careful about the fine line. If you're just blatantly lying and trying to trick people – uh, people can get upset and I'm not saying that's what happens in the past but I'm just saying more as a warning it, for you as a small business going forward you want to make sure that you don't do something that could upset people um, and a lot of people got upset when they found out that you know they got caught up in the firestorm of this fake story and they never checked the facts because they were lazy and they were embarrassed by their laziness so you want to be careful with that as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you've got viral stories can be really good, but you've got to really be skilled about what you're doing and, and realize that um, you've got to put thought into it and things like that. So, I mean, the easier ones that do work are uh, press releases. If you submit press releases to, say, PR Web or any of the press release companies out there, they, they list them on their site. You get a link from there. And then anyone that picks them up to use them as stories uh, will link back to you. So, you know, you write something that's happening with your company and you put it out there into the public and uh, various small news places will write up about it, you know, depending on the size of your business or what the press release is about. But press releases generally are pretty good for generating a certain amount of uh, traffic and links for you.
2: Press releases we're not talking about being lazy and writing up a story that you open the store at 9 a.m. this morning no one cares about that okay it's not gonna be worth the money to submit the press release it's not gonna be worth your time writing up a press release that boring and that uninteresting So we're talking about doing a press release when you have a new product or when your current product has come up with some great news way solution like you found out that your thing you know remove stains from something, Um, or if you're uh, a florist, let's say, and you donated flowers to uh, returning, uh, you know, wounded war veterans or something like that, something that's going to be interesting, that's going to make people want to republish it. Those are where you want to go after press releases. Yeah. Not about the boring stuff.
0: True. Uh, Another area that uh, you can work but it it does entail a bit of work is using the uh, social bookmarking sites like uh, delicious and dig and things like that it may that may be a little more on the advanced side for for people that are just starting out as link builders but um, yeah that's not a bad area widgets if you can create something that uh let's say for example you do work in financial services, or you know any of those areas, and you create a uh, a currency converter that has uh, a link in it. Now you're allowed to create things that people can put on their web pages and have a link back to you. Uh, you generally the anchor text in that should be relevant to the widget and to what your website is.
2: Yeah. Um- and again, with the social bookmarking and the widgets, those are a bit more advanced. So if you're thinking about doing that stuff, I would suggest you actually talk to someone that is has a lot of experience in those areas because there's good ways of doing it and there's bad ways and you don't want to do it the bad way.
0: <laughs> yeah, very true. And I mean, apart from just press releases and we'd said viral stories, just writing articles, you know, if you could write articles and there's places out there that you can submit them to. You can become a guest blogger at uh, places within your industry that have information sites. Uh, you know, you want to use those. And what, what have you found to be, like, some of the best uh, areas to look at?
2: Uh, for what exactly are you?
0: Well, articles like, you know, industry profiles, uh, myths of the industry, you know, those sort of things.
2: I would actually go to Google, type in your keyword, and you'll see that Google has a feature called autocomplete. So let's say you're typing in flowers, and flowers. You know, I'll actually do it right now as I'm talking with you guys. Um, so autocomplete for uh, Google is uh, showing me that flowers online, uh, flower pictures, flowers delivery, flowers for wedding. So write an article about how flowers can be used in weddings. Talk about how what's the best way to ship flowers safely cross-country. You know, that this is a way that you can easily find articles for content that people are interested in that's relevant to you. And, you know, that's the way I would go about it.
0: We're getting a mad flag here, so let me get through a bunch, and then if people have questions, they can either contact us through Webmaster Radio or at Good ROI, or try and reach us on Twitter. But I mean, other places, contact Associated Industries and ask for links, as we've mentioned. The Better Business Bureau generally does them. Uh, You can look for the Chamber of Commerce, your local library. Some of those have Yahoo Answers. If you provide answers, you can get a link. Uh, Google Groups isn't bad. If you're prominent enough, you can get into Wikipedia. If you go to forums that allow signatures, you can build out some. If you write testimonials for your business uh, vendors, uh, they'll pop up and give you a link back to your website. Donations to charity or sponsorship of events are good. Contests, get you links. Uh, speaking at conferences, you know, if you speak at a conference, they generally put a bio up and they'll give you a link, that type of thing. So, I mean, there's a lot of different areas that you can go for building links, and you can also go out and have a look at uh, some of the stuff that's out there. Uh, there's great articles at uh, SEO Book, uh, Search Engine Watch. You know, any of the industry publications will give you more suggestions and ideas. But it's a process, and you've got to work at it. And you—that's why it's called link building. You've actually yep. got to build them.
2: Well, it looks like we've run out of time yet again. So, everyone, thanks for listening. And remember that we love suggestions, questions, and consultations with our listeners who can contact us at goodroi.com and visit our archive at webmasterradio.fm and on iTunes. Join us every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4 p.m. Pacific as we help guide you in your search for solutions. Have a good one, everyone.